Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Tukey's Take podcast. We are back again. Did you miss us? We still miss Sin. It should be, Mr. Endo Mills, our final show without our third musketeer, who's returning to Finland around the time that this show will be posted. But we have to hold down the fort today and talk about, like, two things that happened between the deadline and now. But hi. How are you? Yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm glad to I'm glad to be here as always. Um yeah, that's that's pretty much pretty much it. Like how was your week? It's been it's been weird, right? Because it's yeah, this I, I came home a week ago, roughly. You know, it's like, oh, a week ago, like as of the time of recording this, it's like I was in an airplane over the Atlantic or was still dealing with the busiest goddamn airport I think I've ever seen based on the size of the airport and the amount of people there. Shout out to the airport and fucking Reykjavik. I I still don't understand that. This place was a, a madhouse. But again, uh, we'll have a lot of fun stories perhaps later on this week once Sin's back. But I'm, I'm doing okay at this point. I think I'm acclimated to being back home, back into the, the daily streaming side of things. But yeah, they you know, the heart the heart still wants what the heart wants in terms of being back over in Finland sooner rather than later. How about you? How are you doing? That was one of our first questions today. Uh, it was from uh, it was from Ender. I don't have a question, but hoping y'all are having a good day. Are you having a good day, Endo Mills? No. <laughs> My chair's broken. Uh, I need to put this like weighted blanket on top of it so I don't like cut my leg open because the fabric Oof. on it is really really cheap I had um like today on stream I have um if people don't know where I stream twitch.tv slash endo mills and um I was streaming today and I had Shrive uh Nasher's editor uh come in and say like wait why do you have a thing on your screen that says like you need a new chair I know you got money I'm like I don't I don't have money you kidding me I'm an editor I don't <laughs> make your money you should know <laughs> Well, you got to deal with they got a crazy deal with him. But um, I was like, yeah, I got to show you my chair and I lifted up my chair and I will show you again because, you know, this you have, this is a visual podcast as well, too. Shout out to the 200 people who watch our podcast. The bottom <laughs> of my chair is if you can take on screen, it's fucking shredded. You see this when I wear shorts or when I'm just chilling. This thing cuts right into my legs. Leather sucks. Can you can like you don't have a cat or anything, do you? No, I just have just have thick thighs of dangerous nature. Well, we have an episode title. <laughs> I do have a cat, but my cat doesn't go anywhere near my 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 office because I'm like deathly allergic to cats. <laughs> Figure that one out. Um, but yeah. So not having a good day at no mills because his chair is trying to kill him. Yeah, I also got uh, my money from that stream that I did the other the other day with uh, yeah, yeah. What's it called? Um, what did the lovely people raid? Mm. It was delayed, and then it came in today. So I'm gonna go probably buy a new chair or buy a new microphone and give you this one because you'll love get it. A, get a chair that won't kill you. It's the You'll love it. Just just words to live by for life. <laughs> I, I do suppose. 
I think I spent two. I think I spent one fifty on this chair, and it definitely you can tell why because I've had it for two years and. Yeah, it might be. It might like okay, so like gaming or office chairs might be the biggest racket in the world today. Yeah. Because if you don't, and it's why every time, for those of you who pay attention to the uh, EA NHL Twitter scene, anytime someone posts a, a thing about a chair, it'll instantly be Nasher or No Sleeves being like, bro, you got to spend $1,000 on this Herman Miller. It'll change. Your yeah, you, you got to you gotta get this chair. <laughs> Like I don't you gotta get this it, chair. Like, motherfucker, it's like a thousand dollar chair. <sighs> Fuck. Doesn't he use a secret lab or something? I mean, these guys are I don't even know. They're they make like decent money from, from streaming and all that stuff, right? So they, they have the luxury of doing that. I don't <laughs> I don't Bruh, just just miss a few apartment payments and get a Herman Miller. For fourteen hundred dollars, hey, the one I'm looking at on their site right now, fourteen hundred. You know but, the best part. Dude, the if best I part. spend fourteen hundred dollars on a chair, it better blow me on command. <laughs> fourteen hundred dollars for a fucking chair. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, if you're gonna get blown by your chair, make sure you clean up using Manscaped, our lovely sponsors for this podcast. Uh, shout out to you guys. We didn't mention you guys for a little longer than we usually do, but the, you know, the one stop shop for all your grooming needs, you know, you gotta, when you clean up with the lawnmower, you, you gotta clean up there with a the crop preserver. This thing is my nut, nut bread and the bread and nut butter. It's beautiful. It's amazing. That it's won't amazing. be the episode title. <laughs> bread and nut butter. <laughs> Oh my god. But, but yeah, bread like B R E D instead of bread. Rice. <laughs> <laughs> Our lovely friends at Manscaped, everybody, you know the deal. Lawnmower 4.0, the Beard Hedger, of course, the Beard Hedger Pro Kit still available, and so much more from our friends at Manscaped. You can use code Tugi, that's T O U G I E at checkout for 20% off your order and free shipping. Beautiful from our friends mm-hmm. at Manscaped. Actually ran out of spherical deodorant. It is literally, it is as spherical as it's ever been. Like you know when you just finish up the deodorant, it's just kind of a little bit left around. You're trying to ration it before you have to spend some more. So it's literally just like a dome. It's like amazing. There you go. So shout out. I have I have not run out of mine. This thing is it's as good as gold. It's as good as the gold on the packaging. There you go. Manscaped.com. With that. We have a couple of extra questions, of course, from uh, some of our lovely listeners and or viewers over on my Discord. The link is in the description. Whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on your audio platform of choice to get your questions in like these fine people did from Scroopy Noopers. I don't know if we had this question before. I think we did. Uh, But hey, whatever. Why not? Uh, Do you find it hard to enjoy art, whether it be music, movies, TV, etc.? Or do you find it hard to enjoy art uh, from people who have done or been accused of doing terrible things, or are you able to separate art from the artist? Your reaction's interesting, Endo. What's up? He made graduation. Yeah. <laughs> he made graduation. 
<laughs> Every time I see that, I, uh-huh. I was I was live, I was on stream, and I saw that question. I'm like, he made graduation, though. and everyone just jumps to that. But Jesus <sighs> Christ, yeah. Well, that's like, he, yeah. he's so yeah. innovative as as an artist, and he changed the landscape and all that. That like Kanye, musician, second to none. The person questionable, very so, questionable. Yeah. So okay, that so he was someone I was going to mention, right? Um, you know, along the lines like you have. Okay, so like for me as a wrestling fan, right? The the ultimate of this question is Chris Benoit, right? And it has been for fifteen fucking years now, over fifteen years, as insane um, as that is. Which I'm sure people know. For those who do not, uh, was a top professional wrestler who murdered his young son and wife and then killed himself. The line since then has been. As it kind of is with everybody, if you think about it, not to get like super deep about the topic, but if you have someone who kills someone else, there is that line mentally where it's like, well, the sickness of it versus like no right person in their mind does this versus how much did they know? That's prevalent everywhere. In his particular case, it was, oh, like Chris Nowinski and, uh, you know, the leading people for the, the CTE, you know, research and everything. Uh, yeah, they looked at his brain and it's like, oh, th- this isn't a 38 year old man. This is a 70 year old Alzheimer's patient. So that's he always is. been the debate with him has been like, OK, look, facts <clears throat> are facts. He did this fucking horrific thing. Oh, yeah. But there's always that conversation that will go on in perpetuity in terms of like, oh, how much, you know, how at the at the helm was he in regards to, to that on the other side of things and you know for me it's i i can't really watch his matches at this point it's difficult on a less extreme end of the spectrum you have well i mean in terms of the didn't hurt anybody physically side of the argument is is kanye with some i mean horrific anti-semitic comments obviously and yeah yeah i it's it's weird, right? Because Spotify wise, you can have songs in a playlist and never listen to them for the longest time, and it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But the second something like this happens, where you're just like, "Man, I don't want to listen to that guy anymore," all of a sudden it's a big deal to remove those songs from a playlist because it feels like you're, you know, losing something in a sense. Yeah. Um, but man, that's his fucking fault, <laughs> and I guess there is that line too of you know the mental health debate and how fucking i you know in control at the wheel are you um but yeah i i don't listen to kanye anymore i i don't listen to marilyn manson anymore um because it is very difficult at least for me uh to be able to hear a kanye song and not think about him essentially going full fucking jewish space lasers uh, like that fucking nut job in U.S. Congress. So, um, yeah, I have a very difficult time with it. Which which nut job in U.S. Congress? Yeah, that's the. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of them. Um, <laughs> that was uh, in, in particular. That was one Marjorie Taylor Green. Oh, who, yeah. Run MJT. <laughs> 
I actually think she's in the House of Representatives, not Congress, but same fucking uh, thing, an elected official who dropped the yeah. uh, like <laughs> dude. What like US I'm not, uh, we, I know we're trying to get political and stuff like this on this podcast, but like even though we've talked about so many different things, I will say one thing as an outsider watching US politics and all this stuff happening, it's absolutely crazy. But Nancy Pelosi on the interview, good morning. Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> that killed me, dog. That killed me. God. God. Hey, I mean, to, to your defense, our fucking prime minister openly did blackface and got reelected twice. Twice. At what <sighs> point? At what point do we call trust in uh, tr- trust in Trudeau, uh, Justin Trudeau, a brother? At what point? <laughs> <laughs> I know you can't. You have no say. I'm just saying. A, I'm just saying a hypothetical because oh, they let God. him go. He they even got even got the the the, the <laughs> even got a fucking Jagmeet Singh to to like be like yeah I support him. It's like brother. <laughs> Jack meets, <laughs> but like together they're gonna bring us dental care. So who knows how that's far it's gonna go? We're gonna get dental care. We'll be able to fix my fucking my front two teeth from hockey. Jesus. Justin Trudeau invited or not invited to the cookout? <laughs> Bro, he is the cookout. He shows up. He's cooked. <laughs> he's he's man in the grill. He's. <laughs> He definitely is. I can definitely see him. He's like the one person who, like, you know, like the slide, like the the slide log handshake. Everyone going through, like, Dustin Trudeau has a code switch, hundred percent. He hundred percent code switcher, hundred (sighs) percent. Fucking hell! This is what happens when sins away, and we're just allowed to just go. We should look at the viewership and see, like. The, the retention of since they are not so that way oh, we can God. give sin like a, an extended leave of absence for like one week because we can just shoot the shit yeah jesus yeah welcome mm. to the thursday show where it's just us two talking about jewish space lasers and whether or not <laughs> justin trudeau is invited to the cookout you know he he def he, he knows his way around some seasoning 100 percent so uh do you have trouble separating art from artist? <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, so far, no, I have not had having trouble. Uh, it's kind of like with athletes as well, too. I mean, you know, some athletes do very, very shitty things and they're still regarded for certain things. I mean, look at the entirety of the National Football League. There are so many cases where it's like people getting free passes because they're talented at a skill or popularity level. That's that's what it is we've had celebrities openly you know commit murder maybe it's not even like to their fault or it was to their fault and getting a free pass because they have status yeah cloud is king it would have been a good episode title but i don't think it it tops thick thighs of dangerous nature (laughs) yeah which let's be honest aren't all thick thighs of a dangerous nature i don't know man Fair enough. Not the thighs that I have I've seen. Oh boy. Oh Fair. boy. Fair enough. God damn. Fair enough. Um, yeah. 
Razor Sharp had our other question. That can kind of bring us into one of our general topics. Uh, thoughts on the Atlanta-Houston expansion tweet that went around over the weekend. So, um, how to best describe this? Essentially, there was fuel added to the fire from fire. the likes of John Butchagross and Kevin Weeks. Um, essentially, hinting towards Atlanta might be coming back. And then Houston was added to the conversation. Um, Andy Strickland put out, uh, put out this tweet today. League source on the rumors about Atlanta and Houston expansion. They are two cities that have expressed interest, but neither of these two are ahead of anyone else, and nothing is happening soon, if at all. They went on to say, not sure these two cities are even at the top of our list. So, in terms of why this kind of came to the forefront, uh, who the hell knows whether or not people actually heard something like Kevin Weeks or anybody else, if they did actually legitimately hear something. Um, yeah, it was like just a random account of at NHL to Houston on Twitter who, yeah, it's, it's literally like a, it's a fan account. It is literally a fan accounts uh, <laughs> dedicated to, Help bringing, uh, no, dedicated to help bring NHL to Houston, which is not proper English. Um, but it does tout the fact that it was followed by Kevin Weeks. And hey, you know what? I think they have more followers than I do by like 20. So good for them. They're crushing it. Um, and yeah, they kind of got the hockey world to start talking about expansion again. I'll say this about it. Like, there are two cities that make sense. Like, we have talked about this a lot um, in terms of potential expansion. And yeah, Houston and Atlanta make the most sense right now for teams that do not, uh, you know, or for cities that do not have a team. Uh, Houston is the fourth largest city in the U.S. by population. And Atlanta is, uh, I don't believe they're all that far behind. I'm actually struggling to find Atlanta. Where is Atlanta at this point on yeah. this particular list? But Atlanta is obviously a fucking gigantic Metropolitan area. Apparently, they're 38th right now in terms of uh, terms of population, but obviously, like the the larger area is fucking gigantic. Um, yeah, Houston's gonna get a team eventually, I'm sure, and Atlanta will probably get a team again too, because despite what people say in terms of trying to dunk on the Thrashers, the uh, bottom line is the Atlanta Thrashers started off with decent ownership. Um, so when they were founded, it was the same ownership group that had the Atlanta Hawks. It was uh, Time Warner. So Time Warner, um, you know, acquired the Atlanta Hawks through a merger with um, with Turner and you know Ted Turner and all that deal. Uh, and then, of course, same ownership group. They have the building. Let's bring in a hockey team. Within a couple of years, though, they sold that. Uh, both teams to a, a larger group. I think it was like Atlanta Spirits LLC. Um, and essentially the people in charge of running both the Hawks and the Thrashers at that point were so brutally incompetent. It's not even funny. Um, you know, towards the end of the uh, the early 2000s, like the Hawks were were making the playoffs here and there, but really weren't able to do much. And of course the thrashers were a tire fire who made the playoffs once and uh, got swept if I'm not mistaken. So essentially 
Last time the Thrashers were here, the ownership was brutal. It's kind of similar to the Coyotes in a sense of like, if you actually get like the proper stability around that team, it's almost impossible for it to fail. The problem is they just didn't have the stability last time. Endo, I don't know if you have any thoughts on this, but yeah, I just, I, I needed to, I needed to defend Atlanta's honor and kind of mention that. Yeah. I mean, these rumors are just kind of out of nowhere, bogus Twitter nonsense. Yeah. Um, I think the possibility of Atlanta getting a team would be crazy. Um, getting a team back. Would it be the thrashers directly? Like, are they supporting the Atlantic Gladiators? Um, I'm not sure. I do know that that ownership group kept the rights to the Thrashers name. Right. Which right. I'm pretty sure is why you do not see anything Atlanta Thrashers in modern EA titles. Because unlike going through other outlets, like they have to go directly through this fucking ownership group that I don't even think it like properly exists anymore like i don't i don't know who has the the rights to that but i'm pretty sure that is the reason um right yeah they don't even exist anymore this ownership group went at, went defunct in 2015 <laughs> so i'm sure somebody i don't know who held on to the assets for like the, the naming rights for the atlanta thrashers somebody has it, yeah who the hell knows yeah but um houston getting a team would be nice because i like the the houston arrows like design for their stuff uh, there's someone actually in one of the beer leagues that I play in who, um, who has like a, the set design kind of with that arrows aesthetic. He has like all brown pads, like all leather vintage pads kind of design. And then, um, he has his helmet is like the, uh, fucking what, what the, what's the fucking plane call? But like that's on the front. I can't remember, but like, what, you know what I'm talking Houston about? Arrows? Yeah. He has like that know. that logo design on his helmet. And it's pretty clean. It's like a isn't it like a B fifty two bomber or something like that? Yes, yeah. <laughs> on the front of it. I don't yeah. know. I don't. Yeah, remember. it's B fifty two bomber, and it has like the. Um, I don't know how to describe it. I described it when I was younger as like a shark head kind of design with the, the mouth and you know what yeah. I'm talking about. Just yeah, I the do. Logo. I do. I know the logo. Yeah. Uh, on this helmet, it looks pretty sick, and I would definitely want to see them come back. And I would want to see what design they're gonna have for jerseys, and if they bring back hypothetically the um the Thrashers. Bring back the Thrashers. Aside from that, and we only have a few things to talk about. We knew it would be a shorter show today, but hey, you know we uh I think we delivered through the the viewer questions. Um, we didn't do an awards update, obviously, because our first show of the month was the trade deadline special. At the same time, I don't really think there's too much debate for like the big awards at this stage, right? So, Hart Trophy for League MVP, you could even do the Ted Lindsay Award for Most Outstanding Player. It's Connor McDavid. The guy has 52 goals and 70 assists for 122 points in 64 games. He still has 18 games to go this season. Uh, he is the first player with multiple 120-point seasons in the cap era. So post-05 lockout, he is the first player to have multiple 120-point seasons. Do you think, we talked about this last year and he fell a little bit short. Do you think, knowing that he has 18 games left, he's on 122 points, does he hit 150? Yep. Yep. Guaranteed. I hope he does. It would be... Mm -hmm. Kind of surprising if he didn't. I mean, he needs... God, what is the... 
what is the math on this? I mean, he needs 28 points in 18 games. <laughs> yeah, he's going to hit 150. You're right. That's a slam dunk. Ah, damn. Yeah, I'm just looking at his five most recent games, too. He is just, I mean, it's Connor McDavid. He's gross. He's absolutely gross. Um, For the Norris, mainly because it's based off of points, it's likely Eric Carlson, who has 80 points this season as a defender. The next highest, you have Josh Morrissey on 66, Rasmus Dahlin on 63, Dougie Hamilton on 61, and then Quinn Hughes on 59. And I wanted to bring up Quinn Hughes. He became the fastest defenseman in NHL history to reach 200 career assists. He did it in 263 games. Impressive, given that the team he is on is a tire fire. Trade him to New Jersey. Please trade him to New Jersey. Let's see it happen. But yeah, Eric Carlson, he's winning the Norris. I mean, again, they always go off of <clears throat> off of points. Otherwise, Siegenthaler would have won the fucking Norris last year, and he would have been deserving. Yeah. Uh, Vezina, it's Linus Allmark. He is yeah. 32, 4, and 1 with a 938 save percentage and a 189 goals against average. All Mark is winning the Vesna. The Calder. That's a, Go ahead. That's a that's a clear. That's no contest. Like you, if the NHL and if he stopped playing for the rest of the season, he's still a lock for the Calder. Not Calder for the Vesna. He should be at the very yeah. least. Yeah, he should be. Um, for the Calder, Maddie Beniers leading the way. He's got forty-five points in sixty-one games. Next closest to him in terms of scoring is Mason McTavish with 37 points. And then goalie-wise, you could throw out Logan Thompson, but he is currently injured. Uh, he has a 9-14 save percentage with a 20-13-3 record. It's probably going to Matty Beniers, especially if Seattle makes the playoffs. And then Coach of the Year and GM of the Year. How is it not Jim Montgomery and Don Sweeney for Boston? And look, I... Uh, Homer! Homer! I've given Don Sweeney a lot of shit, but I see that Rob- top row behind you, Homer, all fucking Bruins jerseys above everyone else. Look at you. Fucking superiority complex, motherfucker. Is that why you did it? Is that why you yes. did it? God, motherfucker. <laughs> I was joking. Well, no. <laughs> but I mean, it, it really does. Like, who else can? I guess you could throw like, oh, maybe New Jersey deserves some shout, but. I mean, the Boston Bruins are a record-setting team already, and I gave Don Sweeney a lot of shit. But he brought back David Krejci. He re-signed David Pasternak. He has acquired Bobby Orloff. Uh, Tyler Bertuzzi. I mean, like, it's it's, it's Don Sweeney. It is. Yeah. I, I have to eat. I have to eat crow and admit that Don Sweeney is the man because he is he has been the only he forever will be the only donald you can trust <laughs> well done well, well. This, this is why i'm here honestly <sighs> you and sin just go God. off i see three things about the leaves and i say a stupid joke and everyone's like yeah 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 diversity higher yeah <laughs> oh god it's just yeah, I don't know here. anyone else who can make a better argument there. Maybe 
the devils picking up Meyer for losing absolutely basically nothing in return. Mm. Are you ready for the devils, man? <laughs> you ready for the devils? No mercy, no mercy. <laughs> oh I my spit God. fire on the hurricanes. <laughs> That might be my favorite NHL, EA NHL meme song from more recent soundtracks. Oh my god. That was like my my biggest like social media post ever was making fun of them about the soundtrack. It's like, are you finally done asking if I'm ready for the double man? And it was like 8,000 likes on their fucking Instagram page or whatever. And everyone's like, (sighs) holy shit, like that you got him. Ah, you win the internet. Hey, winning like the I'm, internet is serious, important business, okay? Yeah. It is, clearly. Where's my award? Um, Goddamn. Yeah. So, award-wise, not much to talk about. Leafs-wise, you, sir, are not allowed to have nice things, are you? No. No, no you're not. The Toronto Maple Leafs have lost Ryan O'Reilly <laughs> indefinitely. Pretty much he'll be back for the start of the playoffs. He's not going to let this injury uh, stop him. But yeah, Ryan O'Reilly is out with a broken finger. Um, He played. He he got eight games in there. Eight games, five points. And uh, now he's hurt. You know what this reminds me of? (laughs) I'm intrigued. (laughs) Nick Foligno. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, he's yours yeah. now. He is. He's also hurt right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a brotherhood of of traveling player ailments. Oh God! I just looked <clears throat> at the Leafs' depth chart on Cap Friendly. Now, keep in mind, John Tavares is listed as day to day with an illness, so he's not in there. <clears throat> Top line right now. I don't know. Again, who knows if this is actually how it will go. Kerfoot, Matthews, Marner. Yeah. Yarn, Croak, Lafferty, Nylander. <laughs> Aston Reese, David Camp, Nolachari, Michael Bunting, Pontus, Holmberg. Okay, that can't be right, but what in the fucking franchise mode hell is this? This is <laughs> That's a freaking season six franchise mode lineup is what that is. No, that's uh, that's season one. Um, once you you know you just let the team do its own thing. That's Millbury mode right there, hundred mm. yeah. percent. Millbury mode, no trades, no points. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. It's just I don't. I think they're just trying to change up everything after you know losing to the Oilers in dramatic fashion, five mm. two, and then getting their breaks beaten out of them by the Vancouver Canucks. I mean, historically, they've been like they're like sixteen and two. Uh, no, they're they're two and sixteen since uh, since going to that building, uh, since they renamed um, GM Place, Rogers Place, or whatever the fuck. Two and sixteen. Did you see the points? <laughs> Did you see the fight video? <laughs> oh, the fighting After outside. The yeah. Oh yeah. Oh like, man, it's beautiful, isn't it? The the most scumbag part of it, though, is that there's a dude. I'm not sure what 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 allegiance he pledges his his um, stupidity to, but he he sees the dude's phone pop out of his pocket 
and he steps on the phone and drags it back. What a fucking scumbag. To, to break the screen of the phone. That's fucking... No, that's that's stupid shit. That's like... I don't, how do I explain it? That's like uh, walking down the street in the middle of a fight, getting a sucker punch in and walking away. Because he had no part of it whatsoever. He just grabbed, he just saw the phone, put, saw the phone was on the floor, put his foot on it, scraped it back down to crack the screen. Like, if you're going to do that, at least get into the actual fight. I mean, I enjoy watching stupid people do stupid things unless they're oh, yeah. old political office. <laughs> Uh, we elect them. Oh boy! Oh, we do, we do. Um, if there's if there's one good news, a bit of good news for the Leafs, though, it's that the the team they are going to play in the first round, the Tampa Bay Lightning, are also going through their own weird shit. Um, so the other day in Buffalo, in the third period, John Cooper benched Steven Stamkos, Nikita Kucherov, and Braden Point because they weren't playing at a high level, and then they went on to get absolutely schmacked by Carolina 6-0 last night, uh, including being held without a shot in the second period. They are the first team this season to be held to no shots in a period. So yeah, five losses in a row for the Lightning. The Leafs might lose Ryan O'Reilly, but at least Tampa looks like they might be completely out of steam right now. So you got that going for you. Yeah, but I mean... They're going to crawl back. Like Every team right around this time that are cup contenders, they go through a lot of, a lot of patches. Especially fucking Toronto, because it's usually February, March. We just fucking... We suck. Whether it's goaltending or just team play entirely. It's just going through. I'm not, I'm not the, the guy who's like, this is our year, but they're... They're, they're a oh, strong you're not, team. You're not a card-carrying member of Buds All Day? Everyone, people, do people still put that on T-shirts? There, it was. Hey, it's it's a great catchphrase. Come on, that's the that's that's the name of a fucking dispensary. It's gonna pop up like two blocks from the fucking arena. Mm. There are so many. This just complete tangent. We're talking about buds. There are so many dispensaries in Toronto now. Like I live where my where I grew up, my neighborhood, and I went back to look, and there's like. There used to be like a fucking Tim Hortons here dispensary. This used to be a Starbucks dispensary. Uh, this used to be where I grew up and, you know, went to for, for lunch every day after uh, every day uh, for, for school. Sex shop. It's like, what? the What's going on? <laughs> oh, you thought it was a dispensary. It used to be a dispensary, but now it's a sex shop. Ah, so that's the next. Be- that's best the next of both. Of <laughs> um, funny thing. I, I live in the middle of nowhere in Maine. And it's it's all there are three dispensaries within a five minute drive of me. Three. As we discovered uh one night on uh on Geogasser. Oh man, that was funny. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. um we we <laughs> I didn't stream one night and we were playing NHL, I think. And I went we went on Geogesser waiting for a game, and it put me ten minutes away from my house. Normally, when we play GeoGuessr on stream, it's we're somewhere in the fucking middle of Mumbai. Yeah, but playing off stream, once it put me two minutes outside the hospital I was born in, <laughs> and then this time, 
Like, if I play <clears throat> GeoGuessr offline, it's like, hey, here's all the fun ones. But hey, at least I didn't have to be like, oh, uh, I have no idea where this is. What are you talking about? <laughs> so that was that was fun. This is like the third time where it's been like, oh, shit, I know where this because you said the hospital that and then the random uh, <laughs> was it? the random church. I was like, yeah, I know exactly where that is. You're like, no, you don't I'm like this street right here. And you're like, holy shit. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it was like no, two it's... minutes from the hockey arena. I just left to go yeah. to go play with you guys and play FIFA with. <laughs> Endo, our last thing to talk about. We knew it would be a shorter show. Um, <clears throat> shout out to ESPN and, and Stephen A. Smith and ESPN's first take when they asked the question on the panel of what who what New York team will be the next team to win a championship, and their guest said the New York Rangers. And they laughed at him, saying the Rangers don't count. ESPN, by the way, who owned the broadcasting rights to the NHL in the United States. Um, but hey, you know, wait, you know, it's it's always good, right? You want to properly support the, uh, you know, your own product, and and not, you know completely shit on it with your most popular personality on the network. That's all we have to talk about post-trade deadline. Until the playoffs, it's this. It's Stephen A. Smith not giving a fuck about hockey. It's the Leafs not being allowed to have anything fun. And Justin Trudeau. That's all we have for the next, like, month until the playoffs start. It's terrible. I hate it here. Well yeah, to quote uh, Stephen A. Smith and his his face, you talk he talks down like this all the time. The two <laughs> things I know about hockey: the puck is black, <laughs> and I love my buddy Gary Bettman. <laughs> oh God, God! Oh man! Damn it! Speaking yeah. of black, and I will say this: I, I talked about this earlier with with Tugi. He's, he's he's hands off on this. Uh, this, is like, this was something that happened last week that like I think it happened the day before we did our um conversation about the uh the trade deadline and everything. I wanted to squeeze in and talk about it because it was crazy, it was something ridiculous. Uh Akim Aliu and the Hockey Diversity Alliance wanted to develop and start up a hockey club in the GTHL, the Greater Toronto Hockey League, which is arguably the biggest hockey league minor hockey league in canada north america probably the world um they wanted to do something to include black indigenous youth to give them a spot to play because that league is notorious for certain uh things happening involving racial remarks and stuff happening to the students and students and players and all that so give them a team called the toronto dream and it was gonna be a double single double and triple a development team that way people could, you know, have a space to play. Um, within hearing that, one person said that it is unfair for them to have this team and referred to Asian people as Orientals, which is like, wow. In, in our, the day of, the day of our, in the, in the year of our Lord, in the hour of our Lord, 2023. That's crazy. And then another one went so far as to have a certain statement. Hold on. Let me read that this uh, GTHL statement here. Because it is crazy. 
It was the equivalency of an anti-black statement from one of the GMs of the teams. Quote from Akim Aliu, um, I've been told that during last night's GTHL meeting to discuss our proposal about diversity and accessibility in hockey, a GM made horrific anti-black statements. The GH- GTHL must be transparent about exactly what was said. This is what we're up against. Disturbing, not surprising. GTHL then put a com- put a, a statement out. I can't find because they've s- smashed it through everything else because, you know, the damage control. On March 2nd, 2023, the Greater Toronto Hockey League had its semi-annual members forum with all organizations and members during the meeting. A representative of one of the organizations made certain comments that were considered inappropriate in the meeting. Their thing was inappropriate. No one has said what the word was, which means that it must have been very bad. Another thing about that, too, the individual has been indefinitely suspended pending a hearing, which means that he will get his job back probably yeah but the fact that like instantly everyone was like yeah yeah no that's not gonna cut it it's bad yeah it's um you know you were kind of mentioning earlier um how players can get away with shit um (laughs) you know a lot of people can get away with shit they probably shouldn't get away with uh you know only be suspended is uh it's it's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. Another thing too is um the GTHL GTHL is listed as a nonprofit. And I can tell you for certain there are people there who are getting paid six figures to coach. Six figures to coach hockey, which is insane. People are wondering why prices for hockey are going up in, in, insensibly. Um that's the reason why, because you'll have guys coach one team, then they'll coach two teams, and they coach three teams. And then you pull that money together, you're making six figures. That's crazy. To coach minor hockey, mm. you're a little 10, 12, 14 year old kid. Yeah. It's just, it's just sad. It's crazy. <laughs> like, why the fuck am I editing? I should just go continue to get my coaching license and just go fuck off and make six figures coaching hockey. Yeah, if um, you know, if you're okay with hearing what some people have to say in meetings, apparently. I mean, at this point, what what haven't I heard? Right, that's that's another issue. Fair. That's like, what haven't I heard? I've I've been a content creator on the internet. I do this podcast, which is lovely with you guys. You know, I've had experience with fucking everything. I play hockey myself. I've heard some crazy things. So I guess I might as well just go grab a, a coach's whistle and just learn how to coach and try to deal with that bullshit. All you got to do is say pucks in deep. And you're the most important thing is your, your yas, us, and your nose per 60. If you can get yeah. that at a high rate, you're going to be good to go. That's a yeah, it's a fair point. Yeah. With that, everybody, we'll bring to a close the most weird edition of this podcast ever. Yeah. But I this was weird. I had fun because of Sin and I's break. It's like, okay, we had the trade deadline show, but for the most part, like, okay, this is this is practically preseason before the playoffs, right? Like we gotta we gotta get back into it. And kind of see 
what's going to happen now moving forward once the postseason begins. And, you know, hopefully things go well. Hopefully in a few months' time, we're all warmed up talking about the playoffs every show. Boston Bruins going to win the Stanley Cup. I'm definitely not biased based off the jerseys behind me. Not at all. Endo, what do you have going on? I'm going to do a franchise thing. Uh, I've decided to actually dip in the franchise. I hate cap management because I'm a filthy Leaf fan and I don't want to have to deal with the stress that Cal Dubas does. So I'm doing a brand new series, hopefully. I've tried to do so many different things to start up and it's never really gone through because I have such a big galaxy brain and I can't like I struggle with the small little things like, you, you know, what I'm talking about. And big brain. what I've decided is I'm going to grab a KHL team. I'm going to bring them over to the NHL, have them be an expansion franchise. And then we're just going to fucking go for it. We're just going to do everything in, in my power to make this team like the best out of nowhere. We're not going to like load them up on like we're going to we're going to do it like sneakily. Like one, well, I'll just randomly just give like I don't know Austin Matthews sixteen million dollars for one year. It's all right. I'll, I'll just draft all the Russian prospects if they still generate them in NHL. I'm not really sure anymore. I'll just bring them on my team. I'll just you know just I'll just do that a little bit. You know I can't even put my national anthem at the Russian national anthem. Did you know that with the the on ice yeah. graphic thing? You can't oh, yeah. even put Russia there. That's not that's not cool. Come on, come on. Oh hey, I think yeah. there's a. Uh... Knowing knowing the online community for this game, I think there's a very good reason for that. Oh, right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, what you could do, uh, what other modes, other games have done is, you know, say that offline actions are independent from online actions. Give us creativity. Let us do certain things. Let me put my player number on my jersey and not have it be stuck to one jersey out of all the hundreds that you have in there. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for coming to my uh, my TED talk. There you go. Um, yeah. For me, playing a lot of college football revamped because that game's fucking fun. And yeah, I got fired once and I hopefully won't get fired again. <laughs> but I do. Have, have, oh, my God. You getting uh, fired was like um, uh, was like Mo throwing out Barney out of the bar. <laughs> <laughs> in the bar. Oh God! Oh, uh, it's like you forged your birth certificate, and like it's like the I am fourteen thing. <laughs> but oh, having a good. lot of fun with that so far. NHL franchise stuff coming up very, very soon. Just kind of finalizing some details. It's going to be an interesting one, is what I can tell people. Um, and then yeah, MLB comes out in like two weeks, two and a half weeks. Really? Yeah, uh, the 24th, if you pre-ordered, you get like four days early access. So um, obviously, yeah. as a Stremmer, I am going to pre-order and not wait for Game Pass because I got to be I got to be there at the forefront. You know, hold but, on before you pre-order, though, there is a special pack that you can get that lets you play it via Game Pass. But um, but pre-order like it's like ten dollars or something like that. And it lets you play the game early with game pass well we'll have to look into that now won't we but yeah a lot of good stuff coming up this month and of course as mentioned sin should be back later on this week at least we hope yeah, yeah. 
Sin, what are you yeah. doing? Oh, I'm flying right now. I'm on a plane. Just chill. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Live from 38,000 feet. It's sin for the win. Live on Fin Air. It's Sin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> How you God. doing? Everything's fucking shaking, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> Just like we're just chilling right now, and he's just having a fucking panic attack and he's hitting all the turbulence. Oh, God. (laughs) We'll um... see you later on this week, everyone, when Sin hopefully brings some stability back to the show. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of um, that that TikTok meme where it's like, um, oh, God, it was, uh, what's her name? Nicki Minaj, and the the other song is like, it's him like flying the fucking plane. And we're just like chilling and spinning in a chair. Have a good one, everybody.